What is up, guys? This is the All or Nothing Show. The the guy. The guy. The, the dude. No, I'm the guy. You're dude, the, the dude. dude. I right. think I think off the I doors. I'm about you to know, both. I don't feel like people notice this as much as they should. Probably because our doors. Well, yours is more closed now, but mine's not always closed. But uh, yeah, that's the cool thing about starting a business is like fuck around shit you can do. Yeah. You know. Which we didn't go really hard with that. We didn't either. get too hard. Yeah. I once you're out of here, I'm going hard. Yeah. Everything's getting fucking. Yeah. Everything's repainted. Uh, dick, dick redone. and balls drawing. On yeah. It. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. for any new listeners. Who knows if there are? Might Hopefully, be. there might be one listening. Yeah. That's what I'm hoping. <laughs> My name's Austin. This is Brock. Uh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, we get on here and we talk about current events. Random shit. Bullshit. I got a few topics I'll bring up. Hopefully, yeah. ways to become better overall. Yeah, become better, share a laugh, nonsense like that. This coffee's been sitting in my car since 6 this morning. Forgot it was in there. Still piping hot. This ain't a Yeti. I feel – so I, I thought about it the other day because I saw – I was watching this Runner documentary or whatever, and I saw he had a uh, – like a little travel kind of uh, – what do you call it? It's like a thermos, you know? Yeah, I guess they're like thermoses. I yeah. don't know what you call that. A tumbler? Well, that's a, that's like a tumbler, yeah. Mm-hmm. A thermos has like a sealed lid, mm-hmm. I think. You yeah. usually put soup and other shit in that. But uh, I feel weird about, you know, because there's a cup called an ember mug that has a placement kind of like a uh, – coaster that you set it on it keeps the warmth of the it, ke- it keeps an exact temperature that so you can it, preset it like cooks it or it heats it it yeah it maintains the heat of the coffee the temperature of the coffee or whatever beverage uh technically and i feel weird about that because i guess it's better than it getting like too cool and then like uh reheating it you know but there's something about either trying to reheat coffee or keeping it hot for too long it just even though it's the same liquid, it doesn't taste it's right. It's not the same, yeah. It's like I, reheating pizza or like fries. You know? Yeah, which sometimes it just gives a better, not a better, when for pizza for me. Pizza's different, yeah. It's almost like you get a whole second experience with it. You yeah, get the there's, fresh experience, there's fresh pizza, there's, there's frozen like pizza. The day after pizza, which like, yeah. oh man, it hits different, but it's still good. There's microwave pizza, there's oven pizza, you know, if you reheat it, which way? Yeah. What do you got to talk about? What's up? Oh, I just wanted to rant a little bit about like the gas prices and inflation. All right, old bit. man. Yeah, it's just so fucked, man. I was telling Maddie yesterday because we were just talking about you know money and yeah. goals, or whatever things like that. And uh, you know, she was talking about okay, well, wouldn't you put like X amount of money or whatever into stocks and everything? Because I've been telling her okay, like we'd probably put a certain portion into you know some safer stocks that neither of us are like balls deep into it, but some ETFs or things like that that are pretty much guaranteed to go up slowly over Did time. Did you say NFTs? Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Buying imaginary dogs and shit. Oh, shit. Um, and then, you know, other money we'd put into like a real estate property similar like what you're doing right now. Yeah. But I told her right now, though, if we had a big surge of money, I would just sit on it because stocks are – up and down, like they're probably generally still high, yeah. but they're not going up really right now. It's super. It's definitely tentatively going to crash soon. Yeah, it's definitely inflated. Uh, it's definitely inflated, and it's definitely going to go down at some point over the next probably year or so. And that's obviously when you hold, you buy. Yeah. When it's crashed yeah. or down. So there's no sense in putting in now because even if you get a little bit of an increase, you're going to get fucked. Just because right now, I was telling her, I was like, you know, with gas prices high. All consumer products prices are, I think, up like 12% or something I saw. Like, you know, eggs are high, chicken's high, everything for the most part. Uh, so consumers are going to be spending less. Businesses aren't going to have as much profit. Everything yeah. goes down. Everyone's cutting prices wherever they can, subscriptions, things like that. Uh, so I was like, you know, kind of just have to sit on money, you know, if, you, if you're saving right now. Yeah, which is a good thing. I think it's like... If you were to look at the big picture, I uh-huh. think that's like the smart, like safest, yeah. lowest risk is just to not give it away, yeah. not spend it. But then you have to look at paying taxes on it. You know, if you were putting it in something, you could write it off, whether it be a business, if you were to do real estate or. Well, you, won't, you wouldn't pay taxes on like your savings account, though. Well, the money, yeah, money that you tran- you take into the next year, you'd pay taxes on. like Just money in your bank account? Yeah, pretty sure. I don't think you pay money on like just. You pay money on property tax if it's not new income, if it's just money that's still in your account. You yeah, don't well, pay like, tax on that. The money would come from income, though, right? Yeah, it would, but it would. 
it would be that way anyway, though. Yeah, but like if you're able to like immediately spend it. Okay, so you're saying if you were yeah, if you were yeah. to spend or it, like invest it into a uh, stock, that you get to write that off. Okay, know? I know what you're saying. Okay, I mean yeah, sense. no, I'm sorry. Like I guess I it just clicked having yeah, money it wouldn't account, cost you, you know, but it yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was account. like I was like, dude, they no. already get us enough. No, man. no, no. But like yeah. yeah, that income that comes in, they tax it. So I don't know. I think that's definitely a good move though, unless yeah. you're able to find a deal. Yeah, but there aren't really any deals out there. Well, that was the thing too. Is so that's the side of investing, and then the side, well, in stocks, and the side of real estate right now. Uh, you know, and I know it because we just bought our home recently, and it's been built. It's almost done. But, uh, you know, when we first signed or were looking to buy the new construction home, we could have gotten a rate like three point one percent. You know, and that's you know super historically low. And I guess technically right now the rates are still like low to low. standard, but from the time that we were going to buy in like January to the time we actually could technically sign the contract for our loan approval in like early May, uh, it rose to 5% or whatever. I think our rate's like 5.12 or something like that. And that's a big difference. That's an extra, I think like three, almost $300 or whatever on top of our monthly yeah. uh, <laughs> mortgage. And, you know, thank God we can still afford it, but we'd afford it a lot easier if it was cheaper, yeah. you know? So, like, as far as, you know, if, if you're someone right now that's still in, like, the home hunt, I can't tell you, like, don't look at all, but you're, you're, you're fucked. You're not it's getting tough. a deal. You're not getting you a deal. Yeah, you're not getting a deal. And especially, if, especially if you're buying an existing home, you're going to probably, maybe not now as much, but still there's a good chance you're going to be paying uh, over asking price for these places you're gonna be stuck in a bidding war and this and that i was just talking to a guy yesterday oh uh i think his name's jason he's the manager at the nutrition corner at trill pump yeah yeah and uh, he yeah. just bought a house out in midlow okay and uh chesterfield whatever and he was like yeah i had i was in a bidding like a measuring dick war with this guy seeing who had the biggest dick on who could waive the inspection fee who could waive this who mm-hmm. could waive that on top of paying like 20 or 30 grand over mm-hmm. don't quote me but I think he spent like way over than what he expected, plus mm-hmm. waived inspections just to get this house. I was like, "Fuck!" That's man. the dangerous thing a lot of buyers did um, in the past two years is waive inspections. And yeah. me, because I, that's all I do is edit like real estate videos. So I feel like, as far as someone who's not a, a registered, uh, licensed real estate agent, I'm like the closest thing to it. <laughs> you know, amateur, <laughs> pretty much. And um, yeah, no, dude, it that's so dangerous because you're you're, you're buying a house that. Couldn't need a new roof. Couldn't need, you know have Foundations have foundation issues, Termites. especially if it's not you know twenty years or newer. That's super sketch, you know, to try and buy. Yeah, I mean, there's so many things. Yeah, termite, septic, uh, all these different things that go into a home inspection. Radon, yeah. you know, that you don't you don't fucking know. And if you you waive that inspection, you waive these different contingencies. It's like, you know, yeah. That's or crazy. like if you waive the uh, the appraisal. Too, you could get stuck like paying like way more than than it would appraise. Yeah, and, and, or you know, it gets pa- like tricky. Yeah, it definitely gets tricky, but you wouldn't be able to do it through a bank loan, most likely, because the banks usually make you get an appraisal. Yeah, you take. Yeah, you have to get the appraisal, but then like, if you offer over asking, the bank will only loan what it appraises well, yeah, for. So then you have for. to pay for the cash on top of that. Yeah, it's a, uh, it's wild, dude. Yeah, and some markets are stupid. Like in Nashville specifically, is just booming. I mean, I edit for this one girl for the past three years, and, you know, the home prices from 2020 to, like, now, the average home price was maybe, like, five, 600000 in this one area. Now it's a million. Yeah. $400,000 increase. I bet you that's the same way. Average I haven't looked, price. never looked before, but I'm sure, like, Florida is that way. Yeah, I'm sure pockets of Florida, Boca mm-hmm. Raton, and, yeah, because I used to edit for a guy um, in Florida that was Because everybody way. wanted to get away from COVID. And yeah, shit. yeah. Or at COVID. least down south. Yeah, COVID forced a lot of places to boom. Texas, Florida, uh, Nashville. Yeah. Different places definitely got way up there. I mean, obviously shit's still selling. Yeah. Like, I, I, don't, I don't talk to realtors. Obviously, you work with them a lot more. Yeah. But shit's obviously still selling. It's still selling. Right. Well, people always need a place to live. Yeah. And there's usually still someone who's going to buy a home. Uh, it just is what it is. It still probably makes more sense than renting if you can yeah. do it. Uh, yeah, it's just tricky. Um. Yeah, me and Sarah, and I, I talked to you a little bit about this. And yeah. I still need to look at some stuff, but we're looking to still buy a home during this time of some sort. But fortunately, yeah. we're in a spot to where we can 
to perfectly comfortably stay where we are. Our yeah. rent's dirt cheap. We've been there for like five years. Yeah, so we've you been like cheap rent. Yeah. Locked into this rate that's like stupid for Richmond. And, uh, but we are like antsy to get out though because we have been there for five yeah. years. It You're just not forced out. Yeah. yeah. That's good. But we're trying to like look at a longer picture of like, hey, this house, since we're probably going to be spending a lot more than we want to on it with the market the way it is and whatever, like it better be something we could see ourselves at least for a couple years being mm-hmm. there. Nothing like it's like, oh, we can make do for a year mm-hmm. and maybe look for something else. Fuck that. But uh, we aren't guaranteed or concrete on this idea. But what we want to do is make our first house purchase a rental. And still you probably rent look at a we, duplex then. That's and then wh- you could rent one. That's one we were looking at to where we can move in and then rent the other one. Yeah. Or if it's even a four-unit one. You know. I don't know how expensive those are. I've never looked at My mom time. owns one, but I don't remember how much she spent. And plus, she yeah. put like 80 grand or probably more than that into it to like refurbish mm-hmm. and shit like that. So we ain't got that kind of fucking yeah. loot. Yeah. But uh, it, it works well for her, or it has. So, But regardless, if the house could rent mm-hmm. and obviously pay its own mortgage or rent pay its own mortgage plus have some cash flow to where it pays our own rent then yeah. it's like well shit that's good awesome. deal yeah. a good deal and you know i'm not looking to make like i'm not going to get rich off of it but if it pays a mortgage or a rent somewhere fuck and plus mm-hmm. it's uh, over time is an asset of some sort that'd be cool. the one thing too i do fall back with the housing stuff is although uh you're paying a lot right now historically Homes still appreciate even through like market crashes. Yeah. The 08 crash is a little bit different because the 08 crash was directly like related to the housing market versus this one's a little bit different, you know? And so I have a little bit more faith that what we're paying now isn't too bad. And eventually you can refinance your yeah. rate, you know, if it goes down again. But uh, yeah, it's tricky times. I'll tell you what, it's been a bitch. Which obviously you've just went through yours. We've been getting a loan application done for this yeah, for Scattaway yeah. Creek thing, and it's been like a six month, well, definitely probably close to a six month process. Because like every month we're like, all right, this is the month we're gonna close. We're gonna finally get it done. Yours is tough because you're trying to like actually renovate, renovate and do these different things. Yeah, it isn't like buying the property. We already uh-huh. own it, but it's like, and plus for some reason the bank doesn't trust that we're gonna use the money. So listen to this. Well, because you're not really getting a loan to buy it. You're getting a loan to, to renovate re- it. To do repairs. Repair so they, it, they yeah. don't know what we're going to do with the money. And it's a good amount of money. <laughs> uh, something that, you know, I guess somebody could get worried about. They're like, yeah. oh, they could just take off. But at the end of the day, we're signing, uh, long story short, we're signing the property that we own over to them that's worth more than the loan that we're getting. So at the end of the day, if we didn't, if we just went ghost on them, they'd own the property and could sell it and make a hundred or plus thousand dollars on it. So it's like, why are y'all worried? But the chick's like, yeah, we don't know what y'all would do with it. Y'all could go buy a bunch of cars or something. It's like, all right, well, I guess some people do that. I Like, who who gets loans and, like, doesn't – I mean, I get it, but, people like, do a piece it, of crap, guess, man. What? Yeah, a lot of people do wild shit. But anyway, so we've been trying to jump through some hurdles. But I think it's finally towards the end of it to where we're going to close here soon or get the the final signage on it and uh, move forward. I got nervous for a bit because uh, we – even though it's a new construction home, it still gets appraised. Yeah. And uh, for, like, tax purposes, I believe. And uh, it got appraised last week, our home, although it's not fully complete. I was about to say, without it being complete? It's got drywall, though. so they. But I can, guess they know what it's going to yeah, be. Yeah, they have comparables, things like that. So they did the appraisal, and it was 10000 more than we were contracted for. And so I got nervous for a minute. I texted our realtor just to make sure. I was like, wait, we don't have to, like, we're not in contract for the appraisal right now, right? It's, it's what we previously thought. And she's yeah. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, it's contract. It's written in there. She's like, you just got $10,000 of equity already, which nice. is like, nice. <laughs> e- equity. Yeah, equity. Yeah, we make, <laughs> we make it You're more than that. Yeah. Grant Cardone now. You're on that burr shit, yeah. dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> When's the next property? Yeah, you know. It's just a fixer-upper. Yeah, a fixer-upper. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. That's awesome, though. What's, uh, what's the word on that? Is it looking pretty much done? I saw it last week. So it looks like... Uh, did I show you the drywall picture? Yeah, you showed yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we so we got more Saturday, um, but essentially, yeah, the drywall's mostly done. They're just kind of starting to paint now. They'll bring in like flooring, I think, early next week, and yeah. countertops and uh, cabinets and all that. So it's like the cool stuff's coming now, mm-hmm. where everything's coming together. And uh, it was kind of cool looking at the driveway a little bit because it's it's a one car garage, but it's got like an extended kind of like two three foot section over. So we kind of have a little bit bigger room to like make it a, a gym home gym and things like that uh but the driveway is pretty long so it's enough to fit two cars like nut to butt you yeah. know so that's what we're gonna do so we don't you know so we can use the garage as a gym 
but, you know, looking at it more and more, and with my training kind of changed a little bit, which is something I want to talk about too, I, I don't know if I want to use some of the space for, like, a cable stack. Because what I, my plan was 5 through 50 dumbbells, power rack, of course, barbell, uh, and I was going to get, like, a uh, assault bike or something like that, you know, to go in there as well. But another big space taker was going to be I was going to get a single stack. Probably Prime Fitness, but just in general, a single stack, you know, because they have one that you can attach essentially a seat and a uh, like a knee pad for lap pull down. They have attachment you can do for a cable row. Rogue has one too, but it's just not not quite the same, you know. It's a little bit bigger space taking, I think. And uh, so I was considering that, but the more I think about it, I'm like, how bad do I want to do lap pull downs and cable row? You know what I mean? Yeah. Because. I'll say lap pull-down is one that's like, besides pull-ups, that's the only way to simulate it. Uh, and cable rows, though, I haven't done a ton even here. I'm mostly using the machines or dumbbells, barbells. But the more I've started to implement a lot more like kettlebell work, uh, free weight stuff, the more I'm like, that's a big, I think it's like five foot by five foot almost imprint in my garage. Yeah. And for a single car spot, I feel like I'd rather just have the, open space put something else in there what about um maybe i'm sure you've thought but have you seen those cable stacks where it's like a v that's what this one is i think I'll, so I'll it's double-sided there's two pulleys a pulley over no, here no this one only has there. one pulley but like oh i know v. what you're saying you see you could do cable flies in the middle of it but you can't really do ca- uh lap pull down though you couldn't do it on one side you could well you'd have to like sit on the floor though. yeah like you know you'd have I mean? to rig it yeah yeah but, it'd be a little weird but honestly home gym stuff is it's a lot of rigging. It's a lot of like make it work. Yeah. Um, oh, I looked at Prime Fitness. Let me look up. Uh, but you know, I've, I've been getting really into uh, this. Is kind of what the single stack looks like. Yeah, you can look it up yeah. if you're just yeah. listening online. But um, I've been getting a lot more into like kettlebell training, following some more people on Instagram that do this different stuff because, you know, I'm sure you've heard it a ton of times either on like Joe's podcast or other people that are like kettlebell freaks that just they they're like all I need is a kettlebell and I'm good, you know. Because they're funny. They're, they're very similar, obviously, dumbbells. And, you know, the obvious difference is the point of gravity and the point yeah. of weight and things like that. But uh, there, there's definitely a lot you can do with it as far as stringing together movements, putting together a circuit. And, like, holding 35-pound dumbbells in each hand for, like, a squat is almost not as heavy as doing 35-pound kettlebells. Like, the, the weight displacement yeah. is different, too. So I've been implementing them a lot more into my training, whether I'm doing squats or lunges or you know trying to do some more olympic movements and things like that for these uh kind of functional sundays i've been doing but i've kind of been mixing them in you know throughout the week as well and uh yeah it's been fun because a lot of times i see these guys that are just freaking jacked and they're just doing either crossfit or they're just doing kettlebell stuff and i'm like do you get jacked before you did this stuff because i feel like maybe i feel like sometimes <laughs> they're getting jacked and then they're transitioning to this thing it's different yeah because a lot of them can hold yeah. muscle into that. <laughs> yeah. You know, once you've built it, it's Kind of like I'm doing now with running. It's like if you wanted to just – my advice for someone who's, like, starting from scratch, no no lifting, no running, and you want to, let's say, look like me or look like a Nick Bear and look like something like that, you need to, like, lift first, get the muscle, then really start running. Because if you're trying to do both, like, your body's not going to have yeah. the time to, like, build up the muscle mass. When you've had it long enough, it's, it's easier to hold it and sustain yeah. it. But – uh yeah, I don't know if you've been mixing in more kettlebell stuff or if you're... No, not really. Because I have no experience with it, so some of the movements are, like, weird at first, you know? I can do, like, four movements with a kettlebell. I mean, probably more than that if I think about it, but, like, I can do a snatch. Yeah. I can do a swing. But, like, I guess you could literally, like you were saying, it's mm-hmm. so versatile, you could throw it into anything, a goblet squat, mm-hmm. a lunge, a uh, front squat, you know, thruster of some sort, you know? Yeah. Deadlifts, RDLs. You know, and what, I could just keep naming them. The more it's just yeah. popping into my head, it's like when there's single stuff, there's yeah. double stuff, and I feel like they're, they're, it's one of the most overlooked uh, pieces in the gym. If people don't use a kettlebell, hits different for a lot of the upper body movements because it does yeah. throw that torque into yeah. your wrist. Or your Try arm. doing a shoulder press yeah, a shoulder with a forty press. pound kettlebell Even rather curls than a dumbbell. Are just different, man. Yeah, like the, it side just, raises. Yeah, it, it hits different in a good way. Yeah, but uh, I think. A lot of people overlook it just because mm-hmm. it's not fancy. You know? Yeah. Yeah, it's not fancy. Yeah, but I've been doing a lot of that. And another thing I've just really been doing is just more uh, 
I don't know, more of that, but more single leg stuff. Because I was running, I ran eight miles Saturday, and I felt probably better than I ever have going uphill. And just, I felt so strong and stable on each foot, you know, as I was going into my strides. And I feel like it's just the months of unilateral work, stability work I've been doing that is just paying off. Yeah. You know, and sometimes it does take those months, just like of anything else, to really see the rewards. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, it has to be a process for me mentally to separate from bodybuilding because I did it for seven years. It's the only training I did. Bodybuilding, bodybuilding. Any cardio was just in pursuit of a better physique. It was walking on the treadmill with Stairmaster just to burn calories. Yeah. And all I was focused on was bigger muscle, pump, blah, blah, blah. And now I'm transitioning to I still want to hold some muscle, still want to be big to an extent, but I – I want to have the endurance in my muscles that my lower body kind of has. So when I'm doing like, you know, pull-ups or a lot of reps in a row, like I don't want to get this huge pump that's like slowing me down all the lactic acids building up. Because I just, you know, Maddie and I were doing this circuit yesterday with a devil's press. There's like five of those, which is essentially pop down like a push-up with the dumbbells. Then you're kind of like swinging them up to a shoulder press and then repeat. We did five of those and then ten like uh, goblet squats with the dumbbells up in a racked position. And, uh, you know, we took like a minute rest between each round, but it's funny we were talking about it. It's like there's some people that just, you know, just down the street at Sogo yeah. that could just roll through rounds of that without rest. And uh, even Rich, like whenever we do circuits and Rich is, you know, comes through, he just powers through this stuff, you know, and you'd look yeah. at him and you may not think he's in the same shape as us. You might think because we're lighter, you know, we'd be good in a certain thing, but he just rolls through it. And it's just the point of pushing through fatigue and yeah. the endurance it just hits different, you know. I was about to say, I feel like for most people, especially you or I, the capacity is in there. It's just probably a little harder to grab. Well, the strength is there beca- because you have the strength, but your endurance. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. the, the overall output, like uh-huh. o- like VO2, like just yeah, your output, it, it's there. It's just harder for you. I don't know. Maybe to it's a, like it. to sustain it or like get comfortable with it because we've trained for so like shorter duration workouts. Yeah. Well, that's, you know, you're doing your six to eight rep range or 10, uh-huh. 12 at most. You know, that's what we're used to. And now we're throwing our body to the, some of this endurance training. And I noticed the other day on the bike, like some of these hills, uh-huh. they've gotten easier and easier. But I yeah. remember like the first couple of months when I would go out there, I'd be like, yo, fuck, mm-hmm. man. Yeah. Like there's, and I'd see those people pass me yeah. on the bike or like, even on the, like, how's that possible? I'm <laughs> like, fuck, dude, there must be freak athletes. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, it's just getting acclimated to it. It's in Especially if you're already working out like us. That's what I'm saying. Not to say we're better than anybody, yeah. but like if you're working out in general, your body can do most of this stuff. It's just, it's almost like, oh, maybe even the same example with the sled out there. Like you just like something clicked and you were like, hey, I, yeah. actually, I actually do have this, you know? Yeah. Great, you know? There's definitely a mental thing to it. And some of those things might hit when you're doing that. Mm-hmm. You're like, fuck, this is like overwhelming. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you start to overthink it. It's like, well, that's fuck. true. That's true. One thing, though, is, uh, yeah, it's like knowing your limits, kind of like when you first, like, let's say you don't run at all. When you run your first mile, you think, wow, I literally have nothing else to give. Yeah. But then if you keep going one day, you're like, oh, I can actually run a few miles before. Like, there's there's a point of diminishing pain, I'll say, instead of returns, to where you get to this point of, like, high levels of discomfort, fatigue, but it doesn't get any worse than that. No. Like, it just stays there, though. You know, that I think that was something I heard uh, on a podcast or a documentary or something about like ultra marathon running was like you get to let's say 24 30 40 miles in and you're like i can't go another 60 miles the pain is just going to act you know acclimate or acclimate, accumulate and just build up to a point of intolerance but really that point of discomfort pain it uh it stays there and it's just stagnant yeah so it's not going to exponentially increase and it's the same way with kind of like fatigue, you know. Uh, but to your point, yeah, bodybuilding, powerlifting, that kind of training, it prepares you to push for short bursts, 30-second bursts, you know, four, five, eight reps at the most. Mm-hmm. You know, and then you go to something where you have to, you know, have output for two minutes straight, and your body doesn't know what to do. After the first minute, you go too strong, and you're fucking done, yeah. you know. And I think for me, just speaking on my terms, is – 
my my brain starts to be like an alert goes off. It's like, oh fuck, yeah. Like you're in the deep end now. Like your lungs are burning, your heart's ticking, yeah. and you get sort of like overwhelmed. Like it's almost like overstimulated, and I'm like, fuck, I need to stop. Let me take a break. Let me take a break. But yeah. if you just push through it, you can find that sort of area. At least lately for me, to where I can like get the motor going and yeah. it's like all right it's like a, a coal a coal stove like i've mentioned before mm-hmm. to where you can just sort of lay into it and stay steady yeah but i've been chasing that feeling a lot recently just because i feel like uh it's a good sense of accomplishment finishing that you know just because it is so difficult because how i associate it and people could take this the wrong way but i think bodybuilding training isn't that hard i think it requires a heavy amount of discipline, concentration, and focus. But I think for the most part, with the exception of brutal drop sets or hack squats or lunges, for the most part, it's not hard as far as for your body to be under extreme fatigue and exertion, you know? It's in, like, short bursts. It's different. Yeah. But to me, hard is different when you put it through like, you know, five minutes of all out effort, as many rounds as you can do, as many reps as you can do, whatever. Like that where you mentioned your lungs are burning, your body's like failing you, you know. I don't know. It's different. It is different. And I try and when you when you said that, I was like, well, would it be tough for a endurance trainer to come in and do bodybuilding? Probably not the same toughness level. That's what I mean. Both are hard. I don't mean to say it's hard. It's relative, though. It is. You know what I mean? Like, you'll see some CrossFitters that, you know, are doing, uh, and this isn't me being an advocate for CrossFit, but it's just me saying, stating the facts, I guess. It's like, you know, you might see them, like, clean and jerk, like, let's say 315, right? And maybe they front squat four or five. So they come over and do some bodybuilding training. You tell them to do 315 for sets of 10, probably do it no problem. Yeah, you know, most likely, yeah. like I don't, I don't think the only thing you could really outdo them is okay if you're powerful. You probably outdo them in like one rep strength, maybe. But they'll probably hold their own a little but bit. But then they're gonna gonna run two miles, yeah, and then come back and hit yeah. for another set. It you know? just seems like, like that's the most optimal uh, training for complete performance and athletic ability. Sure. You know. I'm just trying to do whatever the chicks do because they're jacked. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, dude. <laughs> the chicks are fucking jacked. The yeah. CrossFit chicks, yeah. somehow that gets you more jacked, specifically as a woman, mm-hmm. than any kind of bodybuilding training, yeah. I feel like. Especially yeah. trap shoulders, abs. Mm-hmm. But. But. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Damn. It'd be like that. Um, I went to the Nut Bash. I was about to ask about yeah, the Yeah, I nut went bash, to the Nut yeah. Bash. This past weekend was the Nutrition Corner Nut Bash down in Virginia Beach. It's at their Oceana location. And uh, they hadn't done it for like a year or two because of COVID and bullshit, but they're back in action. It was a pretty good time. I wasn't looking forward to it Saturday because I was whiff- iffy about the rain or like weather, but it turned out to be a great fucking day. And uh, it was a little warm, but breeze was going. There's tons of people out there, so it was cool to see a bunch of faces, a lot of old ones, a couple new ones. Um, I don't know. And it's been a while since I've done an event like a, to that caliber and having that many people around and like just good vibes and good mood and energy. It's like almost like a party to where it, it got me like, I don't know, excited to look forward to uh, more events. Hopefully like I'm going down to Spartanburg, South Carolina, Greenville, yeah. I think to see Jacob at the nutrition store. They're doing their like four year anniversary down there. And that's always, that's a different type of party down there. Isn't that the week after I move? It's like the 13th of July or something like that. It's like the 16th. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So probably yeah, not too long after. Yeah. But uh, going down there, that's usually a, it's a little different type of party down there. Yeah. They get a little wild. Seems like a good party though. down there. Yeah. But uh, it's fun. A lot of cool people down there. But the the Nut Bash was awesome because they bring out you know big names like Jay Cutler, um, Seth Rossi, uh, Austin Page. Austin Page is there <laughs> signing. No, I didn't sign shit. But uh, yeah. you know, it's just cool to sort of pick brains and sort of see yeah. other brand owners and other people that work for brands that sort of you know either yeah. show interest in you and what you're about. And obviously, I'm interested in what they're about and seeing how they're building their brands and sort yeah. of you know seeing the way of uh, how I could twist things, tweak things, or you know do my own. Yeah. Uh, path, but yeah, it was cool. It's always cool, man. And then Sunday we had a big uh, lift event down there at Iron Asylum Gym, which I, I always remembered it being bigger. Did y'all train last year? We tried to train there when we went to the Nut Bash, but it was uh essentially like our gym as to where there were only staffs certain hours. And it was yeah. a weekend; they weren't staffed. Yeah, yeah. they're like scan car type deal, and uh, yeah. it's it's a good gym. It's just 
I guess there were so many people in there. I felt packed. Yeah, it was packed. It was packed. So I just hung with uh, mm-hmm. Doug and Carl and uh, Jay Cutler, and we just we trained arms for I don't know, God knows how long. My my arms fucking hurt, mm-hmm. hurt, hurt. Um, but yeah, it was good. It was a good weekend. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Our weekend was pretty chill. Yeah, we just been packing a bunch of shit. Maddie's like gone nuts with the uh, sticky notes and with uh just making lists and packing and shit like that. She's been on my case. I actually need to borrow you for some bubble wrap. What about uh how are y'all doing this? Are y'all I'm I'm sure y'all thought this far out, but yeah. U-Haul truck and a trailer? So towing the car? No, U-Haul truck and my car. What's happening to hers? Hers is staying here until we're, we're going to fly back at some point in the uh in November. Oh, yeah, you'll have a wedding week. or something like that? Yeah, wedding and then for Christmas. Yeah. So one time we'll drive back, one time we'll fly over, and then we'll drive for car back. Um, Damn. Yeah, so, but it's gonna, we're going to spread over three days, eight hours. Excuse me, eight hours driving a day. Uh, we'll leave on the third. Yeah. So we'll drive third, fourth, fifth. Six days or closing date. Sign, get the keys, yeah. move our shit in. Uh, and the adventure begins. Yeah, no, it, <laughs> definitely, it definitely does. It yeah, definitely does. Yeah. Um. When y'all get out there, do y'all have, like, furniture already getting delivered there? Or are y'all going to just get there, see what the vibe's like, and then be like, all right, let's go get furniture? Yeah, so that's one thing. We're, we're kind of, like, getting there with no furniture. We have, like, uh, obviously all of our personal shit and items and some kitchen stuff. But yeah. besides that, yeah, we're, we were going to order a sofa ahead of time, but we were like, hey, let's see. You don't know how things get... will look yeah. and shit. We know? just want to make sure everything fits right yeah. and get our own measurements. So That'd be tough, man. That'd be it tough. It is tough. It is tough. And just yeah. showing up, hoping that it's like you know, obviously you're getting pictures of the yeah, house, but, but we're moving like, pretty blind. Yeah, in a, in a sense. I hope yeah. it looks the way it does in the pictures. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like no, yeah. that, y'all's isn't that one. It's the it's one the in the back one. of the yeah. picture. <laughs> yeah. Oh, y'all yeah. thought it was this one? No, yeah. it's the deep, far back pretty of the picture. Much. It's the yeah. dump, the dumpster. <laughs> it's interesting though, especially for something so you know. I mean, obviously we could sell it, but more permanent. Um, I don't know you. You're thinking about how everything fits and how you're going to structure rooms and, and store stuff, especially with storage, with it being yeah. a townhouse. Uh, you know, we kind of have to just be smart with storage, you know, because we don't have an attic to store things. We don't have – we're using our garage for I actually like that. Yeah. I like the fact – like if It I, makes you be a little bit more of a minimalist. Because I, I grew up with uh, – I definitely think my stepfather was a like a hoarder. Uh, to a certain extent, not like TV worthy. Yeah. But hoarder like would just collect shit that's like, why would you keep that? You're never going to use it again. Yeah. And I think my mom's not that bad, but she can hold my on to some shit too. That way. But if you're having to, I just I saw it on a YouTube video or an ad or something, but it's like people will spend more money on storage, storage for shit units, that they'll yeah. never keep, or uh-huh. like that's just junk pretty much. Months. Some stuffs it's hard to let go. I get I'll it. I'll say no. I I'm with you, but what I'm saying is like if you went through. You know, a lot of your possessions, there's so much shit that, you know, you keep a charger cord that you're like, I don't know, I might need this connection. You know, or you, yeah. you have two, you're like, I don't want to have to buy another iPhone charger. I know I got two, but a, a third one can't hurt. You know, it's little things like that or things that you look at and you're saying, I remember paying 20 bucks for that. Like, I don't want to just throw away something I spent money yeah. on, you know, but you just got to let shit go sometimes. Yeah. Because you look at it and you're like, have I used this in the past year? There's some stuff we moved from our uh, you know, last apartment to this one. It never was brought out or it's been in the same spot since we moved in. And That's a telltale that's sign. That's a telltale sign, dude. So, yeah. yeah. There's, like, there's a really nice uh, canvas uh, of Fenway Park, Boston Red Sox uh, Stadium that I had in my room like growing up and I really liked it and I feel like it looks good. But at the end of the day, Facebook. it has no place uh, you know, in in the house, yeah. and I wanted to sell on Facebook, but it doesn't really go for anything, and so you just have to trash it. But you feel goofy, you feel bad Tossing trashing out, something yeah. that you feel like, oh, this could get a little bit of money, but some stuff can't. No, you know, yeah. And uh, the people are wild, wild on Facebook too. They they're already getting a deal, and they want to still hound you for a bigger deal. Oh, for I sure. was selling a TV fifty bucks, and some woman offered me thirty. I was like. You're already paying fifty dollars for TV. Yeah, you, yeah. Needless I to say, it. she didn't get it. Okay, she didn't yeah. get it. I saw this other dude. He was driving like a taxi cab that was like, uh, he's definitely suspect. Yeah, he's he's definitely like somewhere from Africa because he had a little bit of an accent still, 
driving taxi cab. He was it was like a hot day yesterday. He was in like a full, you know, because I'm sure he was still working, uh, buttoned down and like pants, dress pants. Yeah. And he had already had a TV in the back seat when I was he's putting in this one, and he was like, "Oh, that one I'm getting rid of, and that's why I'm buying like yours or whatever." And in my head, I'm thinking, I'm like, "You're probably just buying used TVs and then selling them for like more profit, Flipping them, yeah. or uh, you know, lying to other people and telling saying it's new or some shit." But I was like, "It's not my problem." I you know. know. <laughs> hey, good yeah. luck. God's Facebook meetups are interesting because Facebook Marketplace is super effective, uh, super efficient. But at the same time, the meetups can be very suspect. Some of most of them are awkward for me, for sure. S- yeah, I'd say they're fifty-fifty as far as awkward. The or not combos awkward. usually are very short, short and like awkward questions. Most of the time, people try and chum up a conversation. Yeah, like they're getting to know you, but it's hey, we're just doing this deed. Mm-hmm. First yeah. ways. It's like yeah. we're doing the deed. Yeah, don't even need to say what's up. Like how how yeah. are you doing? It's just. Yeah, you ain't, money? you ain't meeting the parents. Yeah. No, yeah. exactly. <laughs> and a lot of, at least a lot of older people will come in and try and like shoot the shit. And it's yeah. Like, All right, man, you Our got boomer. your shit. Get the yeah. fuck out. <laughs> yeah. Not that I'm a dick, but it's yeah. like, no, I get we've it. done the deed. I get it. I have almost some rules with sellers too. Like if they don't have a profile picture or they have a name that's not even really a name. Yeah. Like this guy had two like words as his name, no profile picture. And I was like borderline even going to meet Because it's like you don't want weirdo fucking people coming to your house and anyway you don't want to meet like weirdo people in general people that don't even exist or you or you go to their account and it says lives in like so-and-so mexico they don't have a profile picture it's like a picture of you know a flag or, or like some random shit and you're like yeah i don't know if this is real i don't know what the fuck's going on but I'm you out. don't want to they're your only person that's interested in buying it you kind of have to entertain it sometimes here's a funny thing Sometimes I've gone back and forth with people in Spanish trying to coordinate a deal. I'll like Google Translate the oh, response. Fuck that. I've done that before, and no. they never end up actually buying you it. You have to pay more. You know. <laughs> For me taking yeah. my time to translate. Yeah, I'm over here like doing Google Translate. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. Um, the best experience I ever had is I bought a pair of bar stools from uh, this chick out in Trill Pump. Yeah monstrous house like when i pulled into this neighborhood i was like yo they're gonna call the cops on me for being riding mm-hmm. around here just because i'm in broke. a honda i'm in a mm-hmm. honda and a honda ain't supposed to be in this neighborhood and <laughs> who let this car yeah, in it's yeah. like what the fuck dude yeah. these houses were insane and she was like yeah uh we just sold the house and uh got a steal on these bar stools um because they just, they don't care about money there are some steals yeah. on facebook if you if, if yeah I mean, you can come now. across and patient yeah if you actually do a little looking and um yeah, I got this deal, and she was like, hey, you know, um, I'll hit you up about because she had some other shit in their house that they're, they're maybe getting rid of, but they're moving down to the Outer Banks like your parents or wherever your parents moved to. And uh, I was like, that seems to be the move when you grow up. You get rid of your house up here, and you Dude, go to the ocean. I got to put my parents on blast, show you these photos they're sending me. I think they're at some country music I saw festival. Them. Yeah, I know. I sent you the one of my dad. American Outlaw. Had. Yeah. Yeah, but they sent me some more, <laughs> and uh, dude, they're just boomer he shit drives right now. To- that Toyota Camry's a bad, bad dude. motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> this this shirt just screams Fox News right here. Oh, For reference, Freedom. it's uh, it's this Under Armour shirt that uh, just I dig says it no, it's it's pretty good. It's American flag, like design on the back says Freedom, and there's not, dude. I, I'll rock American shell time. Yeah. I'm just picking on my dad, but uh, and then he's got you know these colored shorts i know we bought off amazon and my mom's got these uh like space boots here <laughs> look at these cowboy boots oh, they're like shit. they're like, <laughs> they're like, like something britney spears would yeah have wore they're back these in the day. silver cowboy boots which she has at least 10 <laughs> pair of cowboy they're, boots and when you point. say silver they're like chrome yeah they're, they're like chrome mirror, mirror, chrome's a better way to say it. <laughs> they're chrome cowboy boots with blue stars throughout and they got their whole like red white and blue like get up on and uh oh here's one with their hats on too <laughs> Oh damn, dude! Your dad, dude, your dad, bro. This is this is so. <laughs> I love it. My dad looks like it. like he uh, <laughs> dude. I told him in that one picture, he looked like a hostage. You know, <laughs> he looked <laughs> like blink twice. He looked, yeah, he looked. <laughs> what did I text him? I was so honest with him. I said, uh, I said that's a great picture. Your face looks like a mix of seriousness, confidence, and embarrassment all in one. <laughs> <laughs> Look at him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just when, cracks you me that, up. when you say that, you see all three emotions in it. Yeah, dude. you do. Uh, yeah. It just, dude, parents are wild. Once they don't have kids in the home, they have to find a purpose. Yeah. And my parents' purpose is living in Myrtle Beach and 
doing everything they haven't been able Dude, to do for respect. like 20 years. <laughs> I, I'm, yeah. I'm kind of jealous. He's back golfing now. Yeah. Uh, my mom, I feel like, just goes to the beach every day and does as much of her job as she legally or like has to yeah. just to keep on the payroll. And uh, <sighs> there's a point in time <laughs> in life, not to say that he like, that's like goals for sure, but like not giving a fuck. He's, here's the weird thing about him is one he's an Amazon fiend okay any any good deal shirt socks hat anything he can find on Amazon he's he's buying that shit he's Amazon Prime in it yeah. okay first of all second of all he's almost had this shift in how he dresses now i don't know if it's to like impress me or to fit an image or whatever but he's bought a lot more like american flag apparel okay he started to buy more Black Rifle Company-esque peep, like, clothing. Does he drink their shit? No, he doesn't oh. drink Black Rifle. But that type of stuff to oh, wear. It's like, almost like military-esque. It's like military-esque. It's green. It's Second Amendment. It's Second Amendment feel. It, yeah. There's no, nothing gun-related because he doesn't own one. But it's like, <laughs> I want to look like, I want you to know I'm, I'm like a Republican and yeah. stand for these values of freedom and no mask and shit like that without blatantly saying it you yeah. know what i mean and uh and he's vaccinated for reference but uh <laughs> but he dude he's <laughs> i'm gonna put, put him out. Cord, i don't think him and my mom are gonna listen to this he's a little bit of a cuck with it because he said he's not getting it for the longest time and then when his company said he had to get it he got it immediately because right. he travels yeah so he kind of had to get it and uh and so he immediately yeah. he's like he goes no 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 I'm only getting the Johnson Johnson the one shot they're not making me get two shots oh, that's the worst one <laughs> I know I was like enjoy the blood clot it's sir. the worst one <laughs> yeah like I thought they stopped giving that shit out they did at one like, point hey, you yeah. got any you got any of that Johnson Johnson yeah. shit in the back <laughs> that's the one I want dude my mom my mom is so bad with this shit I swear my parents aren't like fucking white supremacists like crazy righties just for reference disclaimer. But my mom is so funny with the shit, dude. She almost attaches it to like her personality. And there's so many other adults, and like I'm sure people's parents are like this. For sure. But she almost attaches it to like her personality to where anytime she goes into the doctor's office or like my dad was getting his shot or they were getting like a shingle shot. And um the the nurse will be like uh, is that all you guys are getting today? And she's like, yes, yes. Like, I'm not getting no, like, vaccine shot. Like, ma'am, we weren't asking about it. I'm not getting it. You can't make me get it. It's like, ma'am, oh, we're not asking you about the shot. Or or she'll, like, twist the story to sound like she was super, like, defiant and stood yeah. up to somebody when really it was like, she's like, I went up to that to that store and I didn't even wear a mask, even though the you know, storefront said I, <laughs> I should. You know, like, they almost take pride in yeah, being yeah. defiant versus, like, I don't agree with the shit, but I won't, I won't cause a riot. You know what I mean? For sure. But uh, dude, that's retirement life. You know, they're not retired yet, but they're they're getting ready. They're pre gaming. I like it. Yeah, I, I like, like it. it too. I the fact that they probably go line dancing. They line dance weekly, twice, ne- twice two, three times a week. Yeah, I would say once, twice a week. And then they they like fight over exercise bikes at their local gym that they go to. The Y. Essentially, maybe. the Y. That's just full of old biddies, you yeah. know. That's like seventy, eighty year olds. <laughs> that they have like you know clicks and things like that, mm-hmm. and gossip, and they go there and you know take someone bike, someone's bike, and the old ladies getting pissed. Oh, yeah, and he's my mom's got, the, he's got the, the drama going on. Yeah, stirring it up. They're uh they're living their best life. Yeah, yeah. Keith's uh the local handyman, by the way, he here is. at the gym. Yeah, if there's something that needs to get done, it's either him. Or if it's above his pay grade, Rich is coming in. Yeah, I'd say yeah. Your your dad, which most dads are, but your My dad's dad definitely your typical like. Hey, dad. I, I can I can whip it together like home 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 fixer upper. My dad. Here's how I think of it: primary <clears throat> source of information is someone like Rich, who like does kind of this shit for a living. Yeah. Secondary source is my dad, who's learned from people like Rich. Yeah. Or learned from people that do these manual labor jobs. And then third source is me just using a YouTube. screwdriver and YouTube. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, like, not to say he isn't good. Like, he can yeah. fix up something, Keith. But he's, uh, what do they call it? Like, a jack of all trades, master of none. Yes. 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 Like, he has his limits. Yeah. And they're, you know, the limits are only high-level home DIY or high, you know, volume business. But, you know, 
he's a thing. He likes to at least try it. Everything. Yeah. I'll give him something, and he'll he'll try like three fucking different ways of doing something. Yeah. And I'm like, we just need to hang this frame, <laughs> you know? <laughs> but <laughs> we just need to hang a frame. Yeah. I'll put this anchor in there, and we get this. Uh, yeah. Not a typical dad. Yeah. Dude, there's funny some stuff too. You can really go crazy with uh home DIY stuff, you know? Like I'm trying to do this accent wall in my office that I'll do when we move. But there's some people that I've watched on YouTube that have all these like smart home things. They got blinds that come down at certain times of the day yeah. and they got, you know, the nest, they got uh lights that they can control, RGB like on their phone, they got a remote control for the garage. They got cameras. They got there's all these different things you can do now. They kind of remind me of like, you know, like I think it's Home Alone, two or four. One of them has like a smart home or some shit. Yeah, maybe I'm thinking of a different one. movie. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but uh, I think it's a separate. I don't think it's part of the Home Alone series. But it was, this movie was like, kid had this smart home, whatever. But now it's like here. It's like the future, you know. But uh, I don't know if you've ever thought about any of that smart stuff. I know one of my clients has the Nest. I think Maddie's family has the Nest. The thermom- thermostat, the Google one. Oh shit, I've seen that. You've seen, yeah, you uh, had to have seen it. Uh, I think I'll eventually get that. But I'm into it. We have an Alexa. Okay, yeah, that's part of that. And I, I'm sure you can. Do you look actually it up. use it? Y- yes. Or does it just listen to all your information? <laughs> I think for me, it listens to my information. Sarah uses it a ton for timers. Okay. A quick question about the weather, or fucking like. A quick, like, a fun fact of, like, an actor. Oh, who's that on TV? Who plays in this mm-hmm. movie? You know, she'll do that a lot. Or, like, where the fuck is this country type mm-hmm. thing. But randomly, getting off topic a little bit, we'll be talking, and Alexa out of nowhere will be like, I'm sorry, could you say that yeah, again? Yeah. And it's like, this bitch is listening to me. And I haven't said her fucking Kill name John at all. We haven't Lennon. said anything close to fucking <laughs> yeah. Alexa. Yeah. And this bitch just chimes so, dude, up. We I'm like, a, fuck this hoe. Uh-huh. She's about to get boxed up and sent out, dude. We have a Google Home Mini we used to use, and uh, we still have it, just because it couldn't sell the thing, because yeah. they're like 30 bucks new. So what are you going to sell for 10, 15 bucks? Someone's going to try and get yeah. it? Anyway. And uh, yeah, same kind of stuff. We use it either for like music here or there, or little timers, whatever, reminder. But uh Sometimes, yeah, you're talking and you look over and the light like turns on, yeah. like it's updating or doing something. Yeah, and you're yeah. like, wait a minute, what's going on? Collecting here? thoughts. That's what it's doing. That's another thing. My dad's like a big, big proponent of is uh, he used to turn, he'd unplug it when I leave the house. He'd unplug the Google Home Mini because yeah. he was worried he was listening to him. And I'm like, what are you talking about that they're gonna get you for? You know what I mean? I get, I get the argument on it's that, but paranoid. at the same time, I don't, I don't think. If it is, I don't give a fuck what I'm talking about. It should. It doesn't <laughs> That's how I feel. Do I want it to listen to me? No. Do no. I think it is? Probably. But yes. I'm not going to go but out of my way to unplug so it. So is my phone. Yeah. I guarantee you. My oh, the phone, phone's doing worse. The phone is doing way worse. It's probably it's got a filming video. me. It's listening. They got video. It's for sure listening to me. They got you know? video. And so there's probably some bad angles on my phone that it's probably gotten oh, videos of. It's like, yeah. Uh, is he, is ho- he on the toilet again? Hopefully, oh, y'all enjoyed that one. <laughs> hopefully, y'all yeah. enjoyed that show. Yeah. <laughs> Put on a performance. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, record time. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I I, don't think I'd go to the point of unplugging it. Yeah, dude, he was hardcore about it. But I I do use it for a timer. I will say that. If I do use it, I use it for a timer. Because it's just so easy. You can just yell at it real quick, fucking timer on, timer off. Or I'll play music, too. I think it's pretty good. At choosing yeah. music sometimes, yeah, because I can be like, "Hey, play music like this," and it'll fucking. You know what I wish I I could like download as a skill or almost like apprenticeship with somebody is uh just woodwork or if I could download like some like richest skills because I was running in the the neighborhood around the way one day and I ran down and I glanced in someone's garage and they had like a two two car garage size and the dude had all kinds of different machinery in there. Yeah stacks of like supplies the whole pegboard with all these tools and he was working on something and i was thinking to myself i was like man this guy's out here probably building all kinds of shit in his home probably building stuff for friends uh you know if you come to him with an idea he'd probably figure it out you know what i mean like that's a that's a doer i like that and that's a good skill because you could eventually fall back on it fall back on it you probably save a ton instead of buying some like 200 dollars minimalist desk you make your own desk you know what i mean and uh yeah, I, it just seems like such a great skill to have, and then but then here's the thing too is I don't have to, I don't have room for all these tools right now. You know that I mean? and also, not to say you couldn't, but you have to pick and choose your battles. Like I don't think you have the time. Yeah. To learn. 
because yeah. that I can guarantee that guy probably isn't running as often as he you are. He probably doesn't know how to make a post on Instagram. Or th- that yeah. too, but like <laughs> some of them, I'm sure there's some woodworkers that probably have TikToks that are fucking out crazy, oh, yeah. fucking crazy shit. I stumbled on this woman that had like 300,000. I think it was like the, um, oh fuck, what was her name? It was some like DIY huntress or some, hun- something like, you know, Tress at the end, so yeah. it's like a woman, but um, yeah, she's a beast, dude. I'd probably follow something like that just because it's so uh, unique. And yeah. It's almost like like you're saying it's like a dude thing to be like, oh, what's he building this time? You yeah. Know? What the fuck you building, dude? There's certain things that just – I think you're this way too. I like a man's man, and mm-hmm. I like traditionally manly shit, yeah. you know? Building stuff, tools, trucks, yeah. guns, lifting, cars even. You know, I'm not a big car guy, but some of that stuff, you know, it just gets I appreciate me it. where it's like, you have no reason to build anything, but you're like, I, I could build something. That'd be kind yep. of fun. You know, mm-hmm. it's like you get to a certain age, you're like, yeah, let's, let's, let's fucking build this yep. thing. You know, yep. something just feels right about it. You know? Something does. Something does feel good about that. Getting. Yeah. I, I think the best environment is this is you're outside. It's hot as fuck. Yeah. Summertime, got a little breeze going. Working on the yard. Working on the yard. Yeah. Pulling some weeds, fucking cutting some grass, yeah. fucking cutting some trees down. You got a little country music, a little Brooks and okay. Dunn in the background on the speaker. Yeah. Just blaring. You don't even listen to it, but it's just in the it's background. There. Yeah. Ice cold water, maybe a Gatorade or two. Pa- Powerade kind of fucks. Powerade does fuck. I haven't yeah. had it in a while, but I it does either. fuck. Yeah. Blue and red. Yeah. Those are the OGs. That's it. That's it. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's the only ones that had. I guess they never <laughs> think, came out no, with fucking new flavors. I think they do, but no, that's all we, we got blue yeah. and we got red. Which what do you want? <laughs> yeah. Hey, dude, that's simple and true. But uh, that's like perfect scenario of like a weekend. It's like, all right, that's that sounds like a productive weekend. It's fulfilling. It's fulfilling. And then the like the the cherry on top, like the the climax. Yeah. The orgasm of the day is that, and you. You could maybe enjoy it in some fashion, but it's ice cold beer right after yeah. that. After you're sweaty, your clothes are damp, you just crack it, it's just crispy as fuck. Yeah. And you end up having one too many because they just start going down too good. Yeah. And you're like, well, fuck, I can't feel my legs really. I got to get the fuck home. Yeah. <laughs> that is, that is, it's one, happened. It doesn't happen yeah. all the time. Yeah. That is one, that is one, uh, I guess, traditionally manly thing or just adult thing that I don't partake in is really like alcohol. Um, you don't enjoy one, like you've never had a drink, like a particular drink, or you maybe I've haven't never, had the opportunity. I've never drinking any drink enough like, to really feel man, much that, of a buzz. I've gotten a small like buzz from like drinking like something here or there, but not actually like finished a full can of something or or anything like is that. Is it because you don't like the buzz, or you just don't like the flavor? None of it tastes good to me. I think I found like one or two things that are like decent enough to finish. The White Claw. No, I haven't drank any of that seltzer bullshit. I feel like you'd like those. I probably like a Mike's Hard Lemonade, like something soft like that. <laughs> Your you know? dad would too. Let's go. go <laughs> hey, come on, son. Let's go pick up some Mike's. Six pack of Mike's. No, my dad. My dad knows his drinks a little. No, bit he, more, probably, yeah. he probably does. Yeah, he's got Oktoberfest no. in like Germany. But um, I don't think he'd turn on a Mike's Hard though. No, he wouldn't. I don't uh, think he would. I wouldn't no. either though. I wouldn't. No. But uh, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you you could find your avenue of how you finish yeah. the day, but it's wild that you haven't had or haven't tr- come across something you're like, damn, I don't like beer, I don't like liquor, but I came across There's this drink, things, and dude, it was really good. I could enjoy it once or twice every summer. There's some things in society that are so standard that you feel weird not doing it, but then if you really examine it, let's say you force yourself to do it, and you notice like during the activity, drinking, whatever, you're like, I don't really enjoy this. Mm-hmm. There's some stuff I feel like you have to recognize, hey, this isn't for me. And although you still get a small sense of like FOMO, you know that you're probably making the best decision to make yourself happy. Like, for example, uh, having a full-on college experience, having a good time at a party, frat houses, all this stuff, is that classic college experience, right? Yeah. Or how like high school parties, all this stuff. Never been to those parties. The only the closest thing I've been to a party is is picking up these two girls and I was with my friend and we like drove them home basically, and because they didn't have a ride, and uh, and I didn't get anything good from it either. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> you ladies have anyway, a nice yeah, night. You guys have a nice night. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, anywho, uh, 
but like some of those experiences, you kind of have to take away and be like, okay, I didn't have those, or I, I don't drink, or I don't do this, or whatever it is. And uh, some stuff you have to swallow, right? Yeah. Because it's like the alternative is okay. I ruined my relationship, and I decided to go through a college single. Okay, I have these experiences, but that might cause me a bunch of emotional uh, kinds of distress dealing with all these different people, these women, drama, whatever's going on. I might not be focused on my work. I don't have time to, or the support to go into different endeavors that I want to do. And then, okay, let's say I graduate, you know, and, and now i got to find a woman I actually, like, love, appreciate, and, you know, treat. It's like you can't uh, – you can't let FOMO or societal standards guide decisions in your life sometimes, you know? It's a broad thing to just talk about yes. alcohol, but you know what I'm getting at. Well, you're an outlier because most kids, not to say you're a kid, but most people when they're 20, 21, 19, aren't thinking about my endeavors. They're thinking about dick and balls. I'm thinking <laughs> about next Friday, my man. Yeah. Like, what am yeah. I doing this Friday, this Thursday, actually? Yeah. And Friday and yeah. Saturday, maybe even a little Sunday. Yeah. Uh, you know, it wasn't until for me, and I feel like for most, 80% are just until they're like mid 20s to where they're like, most, oh yeah. shit, I need to actually straighten up. I actually yeah. got like bills and shit. I got to like actually create a life now. Yeah. There's some things that eventually sober you up. Sometimes for people, it's like getting married early. Yeah. Sometimes for people, it's graduating. Sometimes for people, like you said, it's until they're in like their 30s and they're like, fuck. I need to get like a wife or well, something at this point. Real. Yeah. 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 But hey, good for you, man, for I guess realizing that. I don't say like But like here here's a good example that maybe you can relate to. Mm-hmm. I'm more although I like You smoke a shit ton of weed. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't drink. But <laughs> Yeah, I don't drink. But uh no, like I like small group conversations and yeah. especially people I'm close to. I enjoy talking to you, I enjoy talking to these small groups, certain people. But for the most part, I'm an introvert. I don't like being in big group settings. I don't like it when it's busy at the gym, even though it's good for business. Um, I don't like, uh, you know, going to these, like, mall where there's tons of people. I'm not – I don't hate being social, but I'm not, like, a social creature. It doesn't give me energy. I leave a a gathering. I'm exhausted from all the energy, right, all the people and talking and whatever like that. So I don't – let's say – go to parties as much or have a ton of friends that we always get together and things like that. And so some people might look at that and be like, that's sad. You don't have a ton of friends. You don't go to parties, whatever. But other people that gives them energy that makes them excited. For me, it might drain me. So that's a conscious decision where I'm like, although that's what sounds like most people have fun doing. If this brings me fatigue, uh, anxiety, not excitement or whatever, then I shouldn't force myself to do it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I'm sure there's something that you're probably like, I don't really want to go to this. No, 100%. Like, I don't yeah. think I've – I could say I'm introvert to a certain extent, but not nearly as much. I, I enjoy going out, mm-hmm. but there's a certain limit of like, all right, it's getting old quick. Yeah. Or maybe I just – maybe I've gotten older and it's mm-hmm. like, oh, it's the same old shit. But I think I've noticed sometimes when I've gone out, to, especially like if there's drinking involved and mm-hmm. there's just a lot of strangers around or you know, just going out to a bar – I'm just like, fuck, dude. By the time like we're an hour in, I'm like dead tired already. Yeah, you're like, like, yeah, like you're on your... It feels like a waste of time or something. Yeah, most know? of the time. But usually, let's say when I am when I drink, if I do enjoy a drink or two, it's usually with people that I care about. Yeah. I'll just drink with and that makes a big random difference. fuckers. Yeah. It might be my wife. It might be a brother or sister. But it's never just like, hey, I'm yeah. going out to party. Yeah. I used to when I was younger. I'd just yeah. try and find what's lit. But I can... I think a cool thing is is that I think a lot of people have a hard time distinguishing a line of like what makes them deep down happy. Like you're almost finding like where your true inner happy is. Yeah. And I think some people lean a little bit on the, you know, the drinking or the smoking uh-huh. or whatever the hell that might be that think they need it, but it's maybe the environment that they're in that's making them. Need and that. nothing's right or wrong. I guess the premise I'm getting at is I think not enough people ask themselves, am I doing this because I'm supposed to or society expects this of me or I feel like I'm a loser if I don't Yeah. or am I doing this because this actually makes me happy. I actually enjoy going to these events and so forth. You know what I mean? And that's when you're considered an addict. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But uh, but uh, get back to that little thing that I guess got the whole ball rolling is, you know, I think there's some evenings when I've gone down and let's say, for example, worked on that property 
to where I don't have a drop of alcohol to yeah. drink, and I feel just as happy as if I did, yeah. or vice versa. And most of the time when I do drink, I'm like, uh, I kind of do regret, you know, if I do have one too many, I'm yeah. like, oh, there's an extra 400 calories I just wasted kind of right there instead of I could have just stopped at one. But I think... Uh, but it's good to have release, you know? Yeah, it is. All, all day, every day can't just be strict, productive, all that kind of shit. You got to kick back sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, kick back a little, like kind of like we talk about with going to a restaurant, right? I can't be checking the the menu. All right, you know we can't go over this amount, you know, because I got money. I don't need to stress over having an appetizer, having a drink. Yeah. But at the same time, you can't go into every restaurant looking every to blow time. a ton, right? Yeah. So it's it's all balance, you know, For finding sure. your right balance. For sure. Yeah. Well, we got a lot of topics in today, man. Yeah, I hope people stuck around to the, the latest <laughs> stuff. I feel like we had a good laughs near the yeah end. that yeah. was good well guys hopefully you'll see us next week this is the all or nothing show make sure you share it with a friend yeah if you had any thoughts had some laughing points made you think about something um gave you a perspective change that's the only way we grow this thing and reach more people is hopefully getting our word out there and helping motivate people to do more with their lives Till next week guys we're see out